Hey everybody, welcome to TIW Podcast. I'm Eric, and today I am talking about the new comics that I picked up on March 4th, 2020. For the first time ever, I have read every single comic that I picked up this week. Um, I still, I, I don't think I've even done this for any of the past weeks, like in all the time since then, I don't think there's any other weeks that I've read every single comic that I picked up. Uh, hopefully this can be, continue to be a trend moving forward. Um, if I can, uh, go and read, a uh, a few, uh, back issues, um, of my unread comics, uh, then I can, I finally like making progress on reading more than I'm obtaining each week, but Anyway, uh, I'm really, really proud of myself for that, and it was a good week for that because I didn't have as many comics as I have been getting each week, uh, but also a lot of them I was either caught up on um, or their first issues or um, they're in pretty good spots where I wasn't too confused what was going on with there. But um, before I talk about all these books, um, I think there's 16 books total to talk about here. Um, I did want to mention that I finally watched HBO's Watchmen. This show is incredible. It's so great. I, I know everybody's been talking about it who has, who has seen it. Um, and I know I knew it was going to be a, a really great watch because uh, I had watched the first episode um the week that it started um but uh due to tv subscription factors and all that i did not have hbo uh very much longer than that i think it was probably that week i uh stopped having access to hbo um so i just decided to get hbo again in the last couple of weeks and um I am really glad that I did so I could watch this. Although it is coming out on home video fairly soon. I don't know if there's an exact release date yet, but um, it is popping up on um, on like Best Buy and Amazon and all that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, it's really good. I really like the story. Um, it's, um, you know, it's been so long since I've read uh, Watchmen and watched the fir- the the Zack Snyder film um that i you know it's not really all that necessary all the story that you need to know from the original story is pretty much presented at some point throughout this series like the stuff that you need to know is explained so i don't think it's necessary to have watched it it's definitely helps to have read it uh it makes it uh even more enjoyable but even even without it uh without the context of it and all of that it's really really well made uh, great story the characters that it's focus on, focuses on great story arcs for them and all that and i don't want to spoil anything at all it is not a remake uh so if anybody out there is, is not familiar with the show but you love the watchman uh original graphic novel this is not a remake of that. It is a sequel to it, um, and it is. But it all it does not factor in Doomsday Clock, so it's like uh, they're parallel sequels to it, kind of. Anyway, I haven't read Doomsday Clock yet, um, but uh, from what I understand, it's it goes in a very different direction um, to be a sequel from from that. So. 
Anyway, I really recommend it. I am really happy that I watched it. I watched it over two nights. Um, I watched it, uh, most of it on Tuesday and then the rest of it's on, uh, Thursday of this week. Um, cause I, I didn't watch any on Wednesday cause I went to the, uh, wrestling show, AEW Dynamite here in town and all of that. So I didn't, I, I didn't, uh, have a chance to watch any Watchmen that day. Um, but I did skip out on going to see, uh, either Emma or Onward last night. There's, I'm recording this on Friday, uh, March 6th. But um, I was okay with that because Watchmen is so good. It's so, so good. Um, and I think that also g- encouraged me, like, oh, I should knock out reading all of these comics that I picked up today. I'm going to read all of them. I Even if I'm not caught up on any of them, uh, there's a couple here where I have no idea what's going on. Um and I'll get to those in a second. But uh, yeah, go watch The Watchmen. Who watches The Watchmen? Everybody who has good taste and great TV. <laughs> so anyway, uh, yeah, hopefully, I, I think I pretty much covered it as well as I could without any spoilers about the show at all. Like, the cast is so good. Jeremy Irons, my God. Jeremy Irons is so much fun to watch in this in particular like he's great in everything but like he's kind of perfect for the role he is here he's way better as this than he is like why 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 was he alfred why was he alfred in the 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 batman movies when he's so so much he's he's so perfect for um his role. I don't want to spoil who he is. I think everybody probably knows who he is in the show, but anyway. Um, all right. So, uh, one trade paperback that I picked up, uh, this week, um, it's not available from Amazon. Um, so, uh, it's, it seems that's the case with all these DC young graph or graphic novels for young adults, um, that they are available to retailers, uh, to actual comic book shops about a week or so before, um, you can buy them on Amazon. So I've just been getting these at my local comic book shop, Hall of Justice Comics, Parker, Colorado. Go check it out. Um, but this week uh, I came out the Oracle Code underscore. There's well, the her cursor is at the end of the title there. Um, it is Barbara Gordon's first mystery herself, or what does it say? It says, um, yeah. Uh, Number one New York Times bestselling author Marike uh, Nykamp and artist Manuel Pretano unveil a graphic novel, novel that explores the dark corridors of Barbara Gordon's first mystery herself. So uh, she's like in a rehab facility after um, getting paralyzed by getting shot. And um, and there's some weird stuff going on. The rehab facility is this big mansion which seems pretty impractical for having so many kids there in wheelchairs. Like they have, they have a thing that goes up. This is not important to the story at all. Um, it, it kind of is, but uh, like I noticed that right away, right when she gets there, there's a bunch of kids that are recovering for something that they, they need to be in a wheelchair, uh, whatever the case may be. And it's, it's a mansion. It's a house. It's not a hospital or anything like that. It's it's a big old house, and um, there's these big staircases, and there's just there they show a a kid in a wheelchair that's on like a lift thing that goes up the 
that you get roll the wheelchair onto and it takes it up. It's like, okay, that's good. But it <laughs> also show uh, a kid's waiting to to use it next. So you have to like that's like a that's got to be such a long long process. Um, if they, I I I guess they ha- maybe have like classes and stuff. It seems like th- there's a lot of time that they need to use to be waiting to do that. But uh, I mean, that's just, I'm sure that's the case um, in any facilities like that. But you would think if th- this this big old mansion stuff like g- get get an elevator installed in there. That would be super useful. You have all this other top, and then uh, um, uh, Commissioner Gordon or Barbara's father is like, "Oh, this is a state-of-the-art facility." I'm like, no, not quite. They need some elevators. But I guess if they had elevators, it would go down to the uh, to to areas that the they're not supposed to go to. But that's why you have key cards and stuff like that to go to the off-limits areas. But then she'd be able to hack into it, and then that would be a whole different part of the plot. Um, but anyway, I I, I thought it was, I, I thought this story was really good. Um, I recommend it. Uh, all right, so here are the regular comics that came out this week in alphabetical order, and also in the order that I read them. First, we have Amalgam uh, Space Zombie issue number four. Um, I am caught up on this book. Um, it feels like forever since the last issue came out i'm not sure when exactly the last issue did come out it might be, have been like two months ago or something but um yeah it was cool to see amalgama uh, amalgama 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 like yeah um she's just fighting her way out of like a, a spaceship and there's people chasing after her there's a big bounty on her head and all of that because she's a combined uh, a combination of zombie tramp vamp blade and doll face they're all mashed together in in her and they're they're like talking to themselves and all that and yeah it's pretty fun um i'm not sure how it seems there's at least a couple more issues to this story arc with how it leaves off this episode this issue um so yeah i'm excited to read more of that um then we have black cat issue number 10 um, the last issue that I read was issue number eight, and I had skipped a few <laughs> issues before that, and I also skipped issue number nine to read this. But uh, the main cover here has, uh, well, she she's teamed up with Wolverine, uh, which I assume started in the previous issue, which I hadn't read. Um, and they're working together because Wolverine has had something stolen from him, and they're tracking it down to try to find it. But um, she's, she's going, snick it, bub. And Wolverine says, it's snicked. And then she says, that's what I said. It's your silly Canadian accent. So it was, it, it, it's a fun, fun, fun uh, story in this one. Uh, I got some uh, some special appearances from other people uh, that are more associated with Wolverine than with Black Cats. Um, so that was a fun aspect of it. And um, yeah, yeah, I, I like this one. I need to go back and read issue number nine to see the first half of this wolverine team up um i i was thinking okay so when i saw birds of prey the fantabulous emancipation of one harley quinn or harley harley quinn colon birds of prey prey but ah, i can't talk um i thought oh harley quinn is marvel's no harley quinn is dc's deadpool as far as like that 
uh, fourth wall breaking style and all that. And then I get to to this, and I realize, oh, Black Cat is Marvel's Harley Quinn as far as female troublemaker, wisecracking, and all that kind of thing. So, yeah, I I don't know I re- I I don't know why I didn't realize it before. This is the first time I've read Black Cat since seeing Birds of Prey. Uh, so that's probably why I made that connection now. Uh, then we have, um, let's see, Daphne Byrne, uh, number three, uh, part of Joe Hill presents Hill House Comics, and also chapter 16 to Sea Dogs. And I already forget what happened in those two pages of Sea Dogs, but because um, <laughs> I've not read chapter one through 15 yet. Uh, I do have all of the books. I, I'm pretty sure I have all, all of them. Um, to be able to do that but i did skip number issue number two of daphne burn i don't remember what happens in chapter one um but there's there, there there's some like cult type stuff going on it was pretty interesting um but i i feel a little bit lost jumping in issue number three here without having being able to remember the uh issue number one and two but that's not going to deter me from trying to do this every week because, like, if I just if that's just what I do from now on, then I'll be more likely to go back after I read this week's comics. I'm much more likely to go back and read issue number two real quick, and like in other cases, some other gaps, like as a Black Cat number nine, all that. I'm much more likely to do that now. I'm like, oh, I. I gotta uh, gotta see the rest of this story. What what the first half of this was, etc. Um, then we have uh, another uh, jumping ahead because uh, the last book that I read was way back in issue number seventy something, and now they're already on issue seven hundred fifty. That's insane! How did they put out so many issues of the Flash in that time? Is that inside or outside the book? There's a little hair. Get out of here! Get out of here! It's on the outside of the book. I open it up and pawing at it for no reason. Uh, just a little stray hair on the cover here. But uh, The Flash, issue number 750. Uh, this book has six great stories in it. The first one uh, is just continues the main, uh, the main book. Um, then we have a whole bunch of, of side stories um, and also an epilogue to Flash Forward. So I... I got kind of spoiled on what happens in flash forward there but um i won't spoil that for you um now i'm more likely to go back well definitely going to get caught up on on flash like the four or five issues that i've um, fallen behind on but also flash forward is complete so those six issues i can definitely read those real soon but uh there's one story in here uh with mirror master and it's by uh with the artists from um, Martian Manhunter. Um, I think it's Riley Ross, maybe. Uh, let's see. I'm going to look look up. Martian Manhunter comic. Um, we have... That's the old one. 2018 to 2020. Um, let's see if this site has all of the artist info riley rosmo ah that's his name uh i knew it was riley something um yeah i as soon as i turn the page to that 
that comic. It's like, oh, that's the guy. That's the guy. He has such a he's such a distinct style. I really like all his stuff. So, um, yeah, pick it up if if at least just for that story from here. And then he also did some of the artwork in uh, Superman Villains, which we'll talk about in just a minute. Um, then we have Harley Quinn number seventy one. The the variant cover is a St. Patrick's Day cover. Um, next month it's uh it's an Easter easter bunny themed cover and last month it was uh, the valentine's day cover so i think this year is all the the holidays taking place and i don't know what may would have would, would it be a memorial memorial day cover that's not very fun but uh maybe we'll have a fourth of july cover independence day cover uh my birthday cover for august that's a good one for <laughs> august labor day cover and then halloween uh thanksgiving and, and christmas of course august is the, the the month to just celebrate my birthday that's the that's the that's the holiday for for that but anyway uh harley quince anyone this continues the the um oh what was it called the green daffodil or something i don't remember <laughs> But the, the, there's a green gem that was was stolen after after uh, one of these characters their 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 mother passed away suicide perhaps or it's it's been ruled a suicide but she doesn't think that that's the case and she's trying to find this green gem that was stolen and all that and it's continued the the whole thing started with the the wrestling business that she's now in uh, from the last issue uh, and it continues forward with Queen Harleen. Uh, going after some some wrestlers and stuff um so yeah i'm really really liking harley quinn right now then we have justice league issue number 42 uh what did i write down for this oh they're fighting uh i have not read justice league since i think the last one that i read was issue number 18 so i skipped a whole lot to jump in and uh read this week's um but uh they're fighting the eradicator who I don't know what the Eradicator's origin is or anything like that. This only looks like Superman, like with a with a weird costume. Um, but th- yeah, the the way that they're fighting him and how they're working together to do it and all that is is pretty cool. I I like it a lot. Um, so this is going to encourage me to read back to the start of this current arc to see what who who the heck is this Eradicator guy. Then we have Justice League Odyssey. So this is the, the the book that I enjoyed reading the least out of everything I picked up this week because I I don't I have no idea what's going on in here. Uh the first like third of the book is them all talking about like using like space travel jargon and everything and it's just confusing to me and but I I do like the Green Lantern cat. I forget his name. He's pretty cool. So <laughs> there you go. That's my review of Justice League Odyssey number 19. Um the variant cover is 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 pretty cool. Um it's got a it's got a painted style to it um and I don't remember any of these character characters' names that are on the cover. I think it's Cyborg there at the beginning, but I don't remember him being in the is he part of Justice League Odyssey? I don't remember him being in the story. I don't know uh anyway then we have lois lane number nine i got both uh a and b covers for this one um the b cover is really cool has her uh looking at some blood on the ground and like making all these connections to stuff stuff on the wall 
um, all kinds of notes and everything, doing the the investigative reporter type thing. Um, but uh, the 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 tagline or the title for this issue is "Breaking Borders," and we have her invest or trying to track down um, or uh, gather a team uh, in order to fight uh, Kiss of Death. And then she's also uh, looking into helping um, uh, a friend and her family who have been detained at uh, at the Mexico border. So uh, some timely issues uh, in this issue. And uh, things are really building up. This is number nine of 12. And I, I think the last issue I read was like issue number one or maybe two of Lois Lane. So I'm really jumping into the middle of this and I don't have very much context, but they're they're Yeah. They're this kiss of death character. I don't know what they look like. They don't appear in this book. They're just talked about a lot. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to, to read more of that. Um, then we have Marauders issue number nine uh, in this issue. Um, I did. I think I read issue number seven. Um, but I didn't read the, the previous issue, so I don't know. I, I don't know what has led up to Pyro having a submarine containing yellow jacket in his bloodstream. I don't know the circumstances that led to that, but it's it's it, it's an interesting situation to be in for this issue, and I did enjoy reading it. It did it did feel a little bit wacky, just a little bit, but it 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 made sense as the as i turned each page uh and understood more what was going on and then we have the finale of season one of the marked this is the marked issue number five um we have uh all of the the marked characters uh going on a raid to shadow gates in order to stop lisa or liza or however you pronounce her name uh because she's just she's just she's gone on a rampage so yeah it, this is a pretty uh pretty nice conclusion to this part of the story and um i recommend checking out all five issues uh, the trade paperback would come out in may i believe if uh they they, they said that at the big end end of this issue uh sometime in may that the the collection of all five so if you missed out on this and you can't track down all the copies of issues one through five the paperback is coming soon. Of course, you can get all of these. I'm pretty sure everything I've talked about so far is available uh, digitally, like on Comixology or other places. I think it's mainly Comixology. Is that the ma- that's the main place you can get stuff, the digital comics, or uh, or Marvel, the Marvel Unlimiteds. Uh, can you buy individual issues on there? Do they have the brand new issues on there? I'm not sure. Then we have uh, Strange Adventures number one. Uh, Adam Strange has, uh, is, going, is on a book tour for his memoir, and uh, he's become a suspect in a heinous incident. And so uh, this, this kicks off this Black Label story. Uh, it'll be 12 issues total, and it reminds me a, it, it remind, so far it reminds me a lot of heroes in crisis um and uh yeah i check it out i'm not really familiar with adam strange so i don't know if it's how true it is to his other stories and all that but i am enjoying 
it's so far in this first issue. Then we have Superman Villains number one. I thought this was going to be like an, a, a bunch of separate stories, which it kind of is, but not in the same way that Flash 750 had six separate stories. This one just kind of drifted, like is bouncing around between them um, and one overall narrative of all these villains reacting to um, what happens, uh, well, to Superman revealing his identity his true identity um that some of the art was very good so, uh there's a bunch of different artists uh worked on this some of the art i did not like very much and um i don't think i read any of the books that that person that i don't want to call it who it is or which stories it was but it's i, I was i'm not a fan of that art style and I'm glad that I don't read any other books with that particular art style because it seems it's, I don't know. It's, it, it doesn't seem like it's as skillful as, um, other art, but in, in, in comics, I don't know. I don't know. I, moving on. Moving on. I don't want to dwell on anything that negative at all. Um, then we have Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Urban Legends number 22. I'm very, uh, I skipped a whole bunch to jump in on this issue. Um, we have Leo, newly acquired robot hands. He's having a nightmare about becoming robot like Donnie. Um, then we have Mikey making out with, uh, uh, what is her name? I think it's like Steph or something like that. It's like just a normal name, but a normal name, but she's like a, a, a bird lizard creature. I don't know what she is. But they make out at one point in the story. And then Raphael is uh, fighting uh, Kaneko. I wrote it really small. Um, the daughter of Shredder uh, in order to become um, leader of the Foot Clan. Or at least this chapter of the Foot Clan. Uh, so I, I had no idea what that was going on. Uh, that Raphael's is he a villain? Or is he taken over for like noble purposes? I don't know. But you'll have to read to find out what uh, kind of crazy stuff is going on in here. Uh, it's 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 per, it's really good stuff. I it makes me want to go. Encur- it encourages me to go back and and read all the in between issues, for sure. Then we have Vampironica New Blood. I don't remember if I read issue number two yet, but this is issue number three of four, um, and it's mainly like almost the entire issue is all of the history of vincent and the being a vampire pirate or vampire and um the history of the founding of riverdale and stuff like that and uh we see a a, a veronica and uh what's dilton's reaction to learning about all of this stuff because they're, they're uh we're seeing kind of their imagination uh as they're doing their research as it turns out so that's kind of a spoiler i guess but um yeah, I don't. I really don't remember if I've read issue number one and two of this yet. Um, I think I might be. I may have. Yeah, I may have skipped or maybe not. I don't. Anyway, not important. I did like this issue, and number four looks like it's going to be pretty exciting. And then the last book that I picked up this week, and the last book that I read this week so far, is uh, Vengeance of Vampirella, issue number six. Um, let's see. What is what is that word? Oh, she's investigating 
an overgrown jungle, like all kinds of plant life has taken over uh, the coast. And so, uh, yeah, lots of crazy stuff happens in this issue. Like she gets uh, eaten by a plant on like page three or four. <laughs> That's the fighter way out of that and all that kind of thing. Um, so yeah, some interesting things going on. Um, and I, I think I was caught up. I think I did read issue number five or at least, uh, through issue number four on here. So I wasn't too lost with what's going on aside from just not being able to remember. That's the toughest thing. Reading month to month is being able to, to remember what happened. Pretty much the only comic that I can reliably remember what happens, um, each month um at least once i start reading is ghost spider everything else i like oh what did happen at the the last time seems like there's some missing pieces maybe so to a degree supergirl i do uh remember pretty well month to month and um uh what's the other one and Harley Quinn. Now, I only started reading with issue number 68, but Harley Quinn, I can remember pretty well because of all the wrestling stuff. So anyway, um, yeah, uh, a great, great set of books that I picked up this week. A whole other mess of books also came out this week, but um, I I can't talk about them because I didn't pick them up and I haven't read them. So, uh, but if there's something brand new that came out that you think is awesome, that I should check out, then please let me know. Um, I have been trying to cut back on the number of comics I get, get each week. I think it was just coincidence that this week was less than I usually get. Um, and if I didn't get the Oracle code, then um, it would have been like half as much as I normally get uh, price-wise. So, um, yeah, I think uh, finally I'm making progress. And I'm so proud of myself to for reading this much i know it's comic books oh big deal you read comic books like no this was a this is 16 different books and one of the books is like a full like 200 pages so i was really happy with myself for doing all that in one day actually how many pages let me see oh no um oracle code is also has a preview of uh shadow of the batgirl which is i really need to read that because it's about orphan um, uh, Cassandra Kane, Batgirl, but it's, um, yeah, 198 pages, almost 200, just shy of 200. But, um, yeah, I'm really happy with myself for having read this much. Uh, it's definitely the most I've ever read in a single, not ever. It's, it's, it's the most that I've read in, in a day, in a long time, in one day. Um, so anyway, uh, let me know what you thought about all of these books and the books that you picked up, um, that I should also check out by tweeting me at TIW podcast, go to TIWpodcast.com for more reviews. If you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site, please share some links with your friends, subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, wherever you like to listen, stay safe out there in all the infinite multiverses. And I'll see you next time here on TIW podcast. Bye.